This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, welcome to the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment, what that? We brought back what that? And I think we are uh I think we're making some progress and bringing back man. Yeah, hey man. Hey man. Yeah. I listened to an interview this morning with um Samuel Jackson. Let's throw the L in there. Samuel L Jackson and he and Jimmy Fallon were they were saying man a lot and I'm like coincidence? I think not. Right? Well, you are an agent of change. Thank you. <sighs> I'm all about growth. Steve. Now here's the thing. You told me right before the show don't talk about this today. I'm not doing it. Okay. Can I at least talk about it? Even if you don't do it it's fine, sure. but I want to whet the appetite of our audience. Guys, you know that Donna has tried to get in on, on impressions of other things, and it doesn't always go so great, but yeah. it's fun, and she tries. However, she has one really good impression, and it is Edith Bunker from All in the Family. Give it. Give him an I OR. She's just an OR. She. Let me turn my headphones down. All right. Hold on. I'll, I'll... Oh, oh, she. She can sing the whole song. It's really good. Anyway, it's great. Well, Thanks, no, Don. no, no, no. I still have no? something to say about this, Donna. I've been practicing. She yesterday, and I won't say who, but she started jokingly trying to do an impression <laughs> after the show. And it got so good, oh. so quick. Girlfriend comes in the room this morning and addresses me upon entry in said voice, said in impression, mm-hmm. and it was... Is it Owen Wilson? It's not yeah. Owen Wilson. Oh, no, you no. have that one. Yeah. No, it's not okay. Owen Wilson. But it was so good, and then she kept doing it, and a few minutes later, I, I had to stop what I was doing, turn around in my chair, and I genuinely said to you, this is maybe the greatest thing you've ever done. Like, I don't know if you've ever been as good at something as you are at what you're doing right now. It's... Wow. It's, Funny because it's not good. It's really not a good impression. (sighs) I don't feel this way. So what we're going to do is we're going to work on a way where Don and I are sort of like kicking around an idea of how we might be able to have some fun with some of the, you know, hit and miss impressions that we do. And so we'll try (laughs) to bring you something uh, here soon. But I just want you guys to know that our little flower that is Donna Valentine, she's blooming. She's blooming and I'm proud of it. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank Full you, Minneapolis. Guys, did anybody beep for the for the um the 
the striking teachers? I did not beat, but I saw them in multiple places, in multiple bridges. I beat every don't time. Beat and then shame I got, okay, me. all right. I just got I got a little choked up as I beeped and waved three different times. Oh. I didn't realize they were gonna be over every overpass over thirty five. Now you just seem like an work. angry motorist to cars yeah. around Other you. Other people were beeping too. They were like beep 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 beep. I have a like a weak horn. It's not real aggressive, Uh-oh. you know, just beep, beep. Guy behind um, you, oh, <laughs> Totally. But I was waving, because, I mean, that takes guts to go out there and stand up for yourself. It does. And, and it, it's not warm out there. Right. You know, they probably are dealing with, you know, angry parents and all, all sorts of, of stuff. Yeah. yeah. True child care, you know, all of that. I mean, even themselves, you know, we talk about, you know, the parents that are having to find child care. Teachers have children, too. Right. Mm -hmm. So they're like, you know, they have to find a place for their kids to go uh, while they brave the weather and Mm -hmm. stand up for what they believe in. They say that uh, teachers, as well as their supporters, are scheduled to have a rally in a march through downtown Minneapolis at 12 p.m. today. Okay, good to know. You know what else is happening today, you guys? On a, not on a local level, but Jesse Smollett is supposed to be sentenced today. Oh. Um, you know, it, in case you don't remember that name, he was the actor who, from formerly of Empire, who faked a hate crime, basically. Mm-hmm. And so he does face a maximum sentence of 15 years behind bars. Um. Will he see prison time for this? Or are they thinking it will end up being probation, community service? Great question. I'm not getting any speculation on this other than he can get, let's see, he was found guilty on five out of six counts of disorderly conduct for staging the hate crime. Um, and each of these class four felony charges carries a penalty of up to three years. Hmm. So because of that, he could get up to 15 I, I bet he'll get less than a year. And then he wants to get back to business. He wants to get back to working. I'm feeling like that's going to be a tough road for him. Yes. Yeah. I, think, I agree. Yeah, I think you're right. But he's been doing, you know, he's been doing a lot of philanthropic stuff. Um, He was one of the first to volunteer and get all sorts of medical and other supplies out to, um, there was a... The earthquake in uh, Haiti. Mm-hmm. So he did a lot of that. They he organized um, a tour of Europe and gave proceeds to charity. So he's been like working on, you know, doing that sort of stuff to improve his image and to make good on what he did. So we'll. I don't know what time this is supposed to take place, but if we hear anything, of course, we'll pass along that information. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I was checking on TMZ to, TMZ to see if they had any updates regarding it. I don't see anything there just yet, but as Donna said, if something pops up, uh, we will be sure to let you know. Oh, goodness. Uh, you know, it's a Thursday, which means it's Throwback Thursday. We're going to be Woo! doing music trivia. This is where I quiz Donna. Uh, Donna, today, just so you know, so you have a couple of hours to prepare for this, we're going to go into the 2000s. We'll be... Our space, mm. but there could be some from like 2010s in there mixed yeah, in, maybe kind of. I don't, I don't, I don't think I, I, I don't do well in that. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. Wow, I have to give you an update. Wow, wow, not a bad dog. What are you talking about? Listen to this. We, uh, of course, are helping to raise money. Yes, don't go. I'm gonna I tell you. Know. 
No, no, no. Let me all tell right, you. Right, I right. want to tell you with the My Talkers. Okay. Uh, you go to MyTalk1071.com. My Talkers for Ukraine is an initiative that started on Monday. We've partnered with Alight, a wonderful organization who are boots on the ground in Poland, on the border of Ukraine and Poland, as these refugee families run from Ukraine, which is war torn, and seek safety. Alight is there to help them, to provide materials for them, things that they need, basic necessities that as you turn and leave home quickly that you don't have. So they're really doing wonderful work for families who are going through just such desperate times. Our total raised so far, $73,400. That is what we are up to right now. $73,400. It's almost hard to wrap your brain around. Oh my gosh. How much money that is. I mean, it is for me right now. My gosh. It's... It's crazy. If you go to mytalk1071.com right now, it's right there on the main page. You can click. You're two clicks away from having helped, from doing some good in the midst of such, again, desperate and difficult times for the people of Ukraine. That feels overwhelming. And a wonderful antidote to all of that is doing a little bit of good. And so if it's five bucks, if it's 10 bucks, we've seen hundred dollars. We've seen some thousand dollar donations come through. It all adds up. And again, a light working on the ground in Poland for these Ukrainian families who are on the run are doing wonderful work. They want to do the doable. So go to mytalk1071.com. You could do it today and say that you've done good before lunch even gets here. Exactly. And thank you to everyone who has donated so far. That's incredible. Really is. Um, Okay, we have got a lot of fun stuff to get to here. Uh, oh, we'll tell you about a, a talk show, relatively new talk show mm-hmm. that just got canceled all of a sudden. And I was just peeking at this show thinking, isn't this something that this is a show and it's just cruising along? Evidently, it's not. Um, also, I found a in, sort of an interesting little thing from Courtney Cox, what she remembers from her time on Friends. Uh, and if you ever noticed that her voice was kind of squeaky and comedically squeaky in some episodes, there's a reason for all that. That's coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. When we return, things that make you go, huh? A mind-blowing fact about Twitter, which for me uh, gives further proof as to why it's my least favorite social media platform Mm. out there. Tell you what I learned when we come back. It's Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, Steve, drop and give me 50. Okay. Well, really? Yeah, I'm very motivated by clear instructions when it comes to fitness. Well, then you should join the Y. They offer personal trainers who can help you reach your wellness goals with guidance and accountability. Join the Y by March 17th and get $17 enrollment with no dues till May. 29, 30. Join at ymcanorth.org. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show. Here comes. Sorry. That was unprofessional. Everything entertainment. I'm done now. Go ahead. Uh, now it feels even stupider. Here are comes a kiss again? sound. Nah. I thought if we started one segment an hour with a kiss sound, it would tighten the bond with us and our listeners. Because think, there's going to be a time when COVID is officially in our past and we get back to greeting all listeners with a kiss on the cheek. European style. <laughs> I was watching The World According to Jeff Goldblum last night. Oh, and yeah, I love him. T- I'll talk about it a little bit later, 11 o'clock. We got some sort of Disney Plus roundup stuff. But he, there was a group of uh, w- women of a certain age that he was talking to, and he hit all of them with a double kiss on the cheek. European, ciao, Bella. And I thought, <laughs> there is something I cannot pull off. Mm. Like, if I attempted to 
on the side of each cheek, someone would be like, listen up, howdy doody, we're not playing your game today. I always today. like when I see it on Real Housewives. Oh. I'm just like, why do you have to do it's that? It's mostly Dorit, because she thinks she's so European. She's from freaking Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, she's just like... Some people, when they do the European cheek-cheek kiss, do it very... I want you to... I want it to not feel so prissy or so hoity-toity. Like, they almost offer you the cheek. I'm like, let's do this. Let's be old Italian grandmas and grandpas, and let's just like... Mwah, and mwah. So I was once married to an Italian and I thought they always kissed hello and goodbye on Mm. each side of the cheek. It's not so. Well, and I got, you know, got it on the down low. Like, hey, just so you know, that's only when you say hello. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. You may have offended my grandfather. (laughs) Exactly. You're coming on to him and you didn't even know. Totally. Hector, come here. <laughs> Hector, all right, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Now listen, I don't like Twitter. I I only I have it as a necessity. The only time I well, the only time I really interact with it is we have some listeners who will reach out on Twitter, but I rarely if ever tweet. I also use it as a news gathering thing. Like I know breaking news will be there. So I'll check in just to see what's trending in the world of Twitter. That being said, uh, I'm not a fan of it. I don't know. Do you use it often, Donna? I for mostly for work. Okay. Yeah. I'm not, that's not where I'm getting my news or anything like that. I don't know. This, what I read about Twitter this morning made me think, and this is why this is a further reason why I just don't love Twitter. Around 6,000 tweets are sent out every second. Okay, that's 500 million a day. And in the U.S., 10% of the users write 80% of the tweets. One more time. The the part to focus in on is in the United States, 10% of Twitter users write 80% of the tweets. Oh. It's like, you know, when you don't like an unfair distribution of wealth, right? Sure. The rich have okay. all the stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it feel like it's, it can be a platform for the people, but usually there are just these power users out there. I rarely trust the algorithm to tell me what's actually trending. I want to know who's the person who picks if something is trending, because I don't think it's pure volume alone. Oh, there's a don't. curator, there's a moderator at Twitter who sort of aggregates these topics that people will click on that seem to be gaining in popularity. But then, excuse me, guys, there are times when I will go to click on the trending topic and it doesn't take me to an explanation. I then have to scroll to figure out why is Kermit the Frog? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Trending. And then you scroll and there are people now just saying, oh, Kermit's trending, so now I'm going to put this out and this out and this out. Huh. It's tough to get to the source. The source. Of the trend. I, I agree. I find Twitter a little bit difficult to navigate. Thank you. I, it used to be a lot easier. I feel like you can, you used to be able to go to, oh, what was it? Moments. And moments would be like all the big news stories or things that people are talking about. Now it doesn't seem to work the same way. We're so old. Yeah. And that's okay. That's not that I mean, maybe we're just talking. I'm, I'm, I'm just talking about Donna and I. I, I'm, I can be with you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're not old, though. We're, we are. Well, I'm 38, but, oh, but I have... Oh, Donna's not old. I am. Oh. I, I fully admit I'm old on Twitter. But Twitter is for old people. It is? Yeah, I, I thought that so. Facebook was for old people. No. What age do you feel, Donna? Yes. Um, oh, you know, 44. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 38, but I'm like an old 38. They're different. You know, I have four kids. Yeah, I it's feel a like, little older than you, but not a lot. I have to tell you, I have looked at pictures of me um, from about three years ago. There is, and I, this is just objective. I have aged a fair amount <laughs> since 2019. In the last three years, I think you go through your life and there are different progressions, kind of like when you're a kid, right? They mm-hmm. had a growth spurt. I had an age spurt where I just started looking older. I can look, I could show you pictures from 2019 and now there is a youthfulness to me. There is a, I'm filling out. I don't mean I'm gaining weight all over, but I mean like my face structure yeah, is changes. changing. I noticed that too about myself, but there's a specific part in a woman's life when you hit that point and then everything goes to the crapper. Menopause? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just everything. And then you age really quickly and everything falls apart because in nature, they're trying to make you as undesirable as possible. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Because if you're just thinking about the natural course of the, you know. Yes. Like natural selection. Correct. Sure. Survival uh, mating, of the fittest. Yes. Right, right, right. It's, you know, it's for the people who can produce, reproduce. Wow, we got real heavy there real I'm quick. really, yeah. I'm I'll lift us up. Go now. Japanese people live really long lives, and the birth rate in Japan is relatively low. So, adult diapers outsell baby diapers oh my in Japan. That's, that's fascinating. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Chuck Berry's only number one single was My Ding-A-Ling. Sweet Little 16 peaked at number two. <laughs> School Day, Ring Ring Goes the, goes the Bell peaked at number three. And Johnny Be Good peaked at number eight. Does anyone is, but me remember My Ding-A-Ling? No, but is it about? No, no. Oh. It's a double entendre. Okay. Yeah. It goes, my ding-a-ling, my ding-a-ling, won't you play with my ding-a-ling? Oh, Doesn't sound like, like a double <laughs> entendre. Like that it. sounds like no, an it entendre. It was, a toy. it was a toy given to him by his mom. All right. I hate everything you just told me. <laughs> okay, bye now. We'll See be right back. Okay. Today, mostly sunny and cold, a high of 24. For tonight, it looks like 8 is the low. And for Friday, windy and cold with a flurry 
with just one flurry. Apparently sunny, a high of 16. Look for that flurry. <laughs> Where was mom? Oh, my God, you guys. That's funny. All right, we're back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. That's Dawn McLean. She hangs with us in our first hour every day. What do you guys think of this? Pete Davidson is getting his own comedy series. Like a sitcom? Sort of. He basically plays a fictionalized version of himself. And Lauren Michaels is producing it. It's called... Lauren Michaels loves him. Indeed. It's called Bupkis. And it's... So, like I said, it's kind of a Pete Davidson-like person played by Pete Davidson. They're comparing it to, like, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay. So Deadline says it's been described as raw, unflinching, fictionalized version of Pete Davidson's real life, which will include a mixture of grounded storytelling with absurd elements depicting an unfiltered view through Pete's eyes. Mm, Mm. Sounds a little wordy. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know. I mean, he's already doing this on Saturday Night Live. He almost never plays another character. Right. Except Machine Gun Kelly. He's always Which some people himself. are like, have we ever seen those two in the same room at the same time? Exactly. You know. I, I would check it out, I guess. This could be interesting. I, again. He's a phenomenon, you I know? Don't, yeah, I don't have an answer for, for Pete Davidson. In We talked about this last week. In 40 years, Pete's in his 20s now. So imagine he's in his 60s. What will the conversation be about Pete Davidson? If I gave you... Three options to choose from, and I want only the best good things for Pete Davidson in his life, but would it be, wait, who? Right. Or would it be, oh yeah, people used to not take him seriously, or is it, you know, oh my gosh, like, can you believe he's still just, you know, like a grown-up child? Right. What will it be? Will he be Great at a question. Lifetime Achievement Award ceremony someday where they're saying, because remember, didn't he have a good turn in, was it the King of Staten Island maybe? That he had somewhat, he's got some dramatic chops to him. Yeah, he was also, uh, he played a record executive in The Dirt. Yes, I'm thinking of a different movie that he was he's in. He's been in a few um, movies. Yes, he played like a roommate of somebody in a movie and I remember thinking. He's got, there's something good. there. So there's I wonder, something. in 40 years, what will we say about one Peter McLean Davidson. Great question. Hmm. I think that this show could be fun. I would definitely taste test it for sure. Stop it. <laughs> okay, I just that was new for you to say that about a show. Well, it's because I listen to the morning show. Oh, yeah, we say, it's a TV taste test. Lot? Yeah, we have a whole open for it. Okay, no, I just heard that taste. without any context, and we were talking about. Pete Davidson, who a lot of ladies seem to be interested in, so it sounded it 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 landed weird for me. Oh, I see, I see. Okay, um, I started watching the thing about Pam with Renee Zellweger. Yes, tell and, us everything. Okay, so mm, uh oh, I'm I, I'm not a hundred percent on board yet. Because it's very cartoon-like for me. How so? It's very campy. She's very cartoon-like. She's playing this woman who's coming across as kind of a slob. 
You know, and I just keep seeing Renee Zellweger doing an impression of somebody. Okay. What channel is this on or what, what streamer? This is an NBC show. It's on NBC yes, proper? Like the yeah, channel? So, yeah, so I'm like, what is wow. she doing? I don't quite understand. Is this where she looks completely different? Sort of. She looks... I don't know if she gained weight for the role or if she's got padding going on, but she's also, you know, she's got like no couth. She's just, it's the story of a woman and her best friend and her best friend is murdered. And this is a a docudrama. So it's based on a true story. I'm sure there's been a podcast. Oh my God. You said animated. And then I was thinking this is a comedy. Like is Renee Zellweger doing... A, a sitcom. It's got that undertone of making fun of the person she's playing, almost. Wow. Like, she's always got some big gulp in her hands. She's always slurping on some big gulp. Um, yeah, it's... it's. Mm. Although, wasn't... Uh, what about Kate Winslet in Mayor of Easttown? She always kind of had like a rolling rock or something, you know, just a the disheveled appearance. Different approach. Okay. It, it, it hers was more subtle. This just seems a little more in your face. Okay. So this is this happened in Missouri, by the way. Great. Missouri. Um, what? My bad. Yeah. So a woman is murdered, and well, I don't want to give anything away. Okay, I mean, I'll could, look it you up. You could Google it, but. Um, what is based see, on the life of Pam Hupp, middle-aged Missouri woman involved in various murder cases. Okay, beginning with the death of her close friend Betsy. So that's where it starts. Um, okay, I have an observation about Donna. Okay, I think I've identified something that you don't like. Okay, I have heard you in a negative way <laughs> reference campiness. Multiple times over the course of the last month, and I think for you, if some, it's almost surefire that if something that you want to be dramatic, right, gets a little campy, yes, you don't feel good about it. If it's a comedy and it's campy, totally different story. I think the problem for me is expectation. So if I expect something to be a drama, like a, a Mayor of Easttown, I want it to just be a drama. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to play fun music. To indicate like some kind of uh, what's the word like what's the word I'm looking for when you ridicule somebody or you, poking fun. If I'm not expecting it, I'm kind of bummed out that that's how it's being presented. It feels like punching down. Is that what you? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're making it's you're making light of something that that yeah I want it to stay serious. Mm, okay. Like I Tanya. Mm-hmm. I kind of enjoyed the way they presented that. The movie Veep was very much like that. There was something else I just watched. Oh, you mean well, Vice. Vice, my yeah. my bad. Yes, Veep was a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Vice was presented in that way. Um, um, introducing Anna, kind inventing of. Anna. <laughs> oh my God! Inventing Anna is kind of that way. <laughs> this is exciting. Is this what it's like to do the show with Julia? <laughs> This is yeah, why no, it's so I wonderful. I'm having a few. I say that in all love. Oh. You know, it's like this is great because you're keeping me on my toes. Right, right. Oh, I've, I have major brain fog because I'm on some new medication for my headaches, and so this is a struggle to even get <laughs> words out for me today. It's you know, really bad. And I wonder oh, if the so reason now- I'm catching it is because I'm on a new thing today called Neurofuel, 
which is like it's Siltep. It's a nootropic, this all-natural thing that is supposed to combat. It's supposed to increase your memory and your focus. Kind of an (laughs) all-natural option if you have ADHD sort of symptoms. So today's day one of me trying (laughs) it. We're all hopped up. I have no excuse. My my symptoms are brain fog and loss of like memory problems. Oh wow! Oh, I need to get you my Siltep. Yeah, so we're on the opposite ends of the spectrum. Like I hear words you say, like you said, Rolling Rock. Yeah, and I thought that's not right. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, I don't want to divulge into my medical issues, but show us your scans. Show (laughs) us your scans. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, anyway, it's called The Thing About Pam. It's on NBC. It's on Peacock. Um, it, it, you know, it's a good cast. I mean... It's, it's kind of surprising that she's on an NBC show. I will say that. It's shocking. That feels that way. I wonder coming what her payday of, is. Coming off of, uh, you know, an Oscar nomination, if not win. Oscar win for Judy for in 2020. Judy. Yeah, it's just, it's it's an interesting choice. That's why I'm kind of watching it going, what are you doing? Why oh. are you doing this? Well, I'm really at the point where I think I've convinced Lou that she is going to watch Only Murders. And so otherwise, I'm sort of interested in what you're telling me, but I I can't go the thing about Pam right now. That's okay. Because I I need to go back to Only Murders in the building. Okay, but you should sample it just for her performance. Uh, Very quickly, Nick Cannon, his talk show, canceled. Bye. This poor guy, he's got a lot of kids to support, and now he's got no job. I think he's doing okay. Okay. Uh, He got fired. His show had been on for only... Six months. Here's the thing. One thing I don't like about this. Page six put this out there, so it's already out there. Uh, but they say sources say that staff at the nationally syndicated show have yet to be informed. But Whoa. we're told that many of them were already looking for new jobs because mm-hmm. the outlook seemed bleak for the struggling show. Uh, the Nick Cannon show came about, I suppose, on the heels of he was doing some filling on Wendy Williams. Right. People right. liked them. They thought this is good. Let's give him a talk show. He, I think, they the well, I guess page six is saying that his camp feels a little bummed out in that the Wendy Williams show has been in such disarray over the last year. The plan was that Wendy would lead into Nick Cannon, so he was hoping that he would have a good lead in. Oh. Everything's been up, down, this way and that way at Wendy sure. Williams. So it's not maybe not his fault. I don't know. I'm, there's always a blame game when something gets canceled this early. Usually they give talk shows a two-year run because usually they'll sign a two-year deal and then they'll put a press release out midway through the first year that's like, hey, we got picked up for the second year. Right. It's already been in a contract. Right. But this is this is pretty abrupt. Uh, they've only been getting about 400,000 viewers at that time. Wendy Williams, by contrast, wasn't getting a ton more, but was getting about 600,000. And they say that they just looked and thought, there's not, we don't see growth. We don't see growth happening in the future. So they have decided to cut bait. And so it's all done. Okay, so he doesn't do... Uh what was the other show he was doing? The America's Singer? Ma- yes. I think he does still yeah, do that. Yeah, he still hosts that. Yeah. Okay, he does. Yeah. Okay. So the kids Somebody's head eat. fell off yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I heard somebody started choking, <laughs> d- too. Oh, I saw that, too. Was it a choking on their spit situation? Don't ask me They have to be questions. taken off stage. The One person took off their head, and then another person had a choking problem. Oh, my. Boy, that show's falling apart. It's a great start to this season. Wow. Yikes. Anyway. Did they plan it, though? I always wonder that myself. It just seems like just to know, get a little buzz going yeah, out there to get I, people to watch again. I've heard that they are so lock and key on that show. I've never seen an episode of The Masked Singer, but I hear that they are so lock and key with how they bring talent in, meaning talent coming onto the studio backlot. 
laying down with a blanket over them in the back seat of a car. Oh my god! That the so judges no truly don't know. Crew members don't know. Only those who need to know know. Cool. Really crazy. I hope that's true. That sounds fun. Yeah, it does sound fun <laughs> if it is. If it is true. And can all these people sing? Yeah, I think so. I'm gonna have to take that. <laughs> Where is your phone? Donna's phone is vibrating. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It means it's time for us to take a break. Hey, when we come back, if you see something, say something. This is going to be great. I don't know about this yet. Uh, and I bet a lot of people will relate. Donna got a weird email. And a bill. She will ask, is it a scam? We'll dig into that when we return. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Producer Don McLean hanging with us for one more segment. It's a good segment. Thank you. Thank you. What is, uh, when you look out your window, Don, from your room of production, do you see DJ Rock Lobster? Is he like salivating, sort of like, I want in there? Ooh, no, thank God. No, I think okay. he hides away in his little uh, production studio cave, does some things, and then... Until it's his time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I try to get the room ready for him. That's, hmm. that's nice. That's kind. Yeah. It's just all getting to his head. That's why we ask. Oh, he's yeah. He's buying totally a lot of lobster. Lo- huh? Well, we, he's called DJ Rock Lobster now. Yeah. So he's really leaning into it. I mean, he's going to get some sort of like surgery where he's going to get actual clompers <gasps> oh. put on his hands. <laughs> he is, he's getting all sorts of paraphernalia, all sorts <laughs> okay. of clothing. Yeah. He's sending us stuff. Anytime he sees anything with a lobster. I got him a lobster t-shirt. Maybe that. Oh, you're an enabler. Part of the problem. Okay. Yep. Yep. Your, code, your codependency is just unbelievable. Okay. Well. We Sorry, guys. It's okay. okay. What kind of t-shirt did you get him? Well, you saw it. It was at the Red Lobster meal that we had together. Yeah, that was, oh. That was the one. Well, oh, he's yeah, added a nice. whole okay, lineup nice. of no, things No, Dawn, now. he's got a lot more. Oh. A lot. He's got a, a, a lobster with two records. Oh, he's spinning, spinning records. on the ones and twos. Yeah. Because yeah. he's well, DJ Rock Lobster. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's going deep into the, the lobster land. Okay. Yeah, so we just have to keep smiling keep back the at the <laughs> gifts yep. that he sends us and stuff. Okay, yeah. so I don't want to derail this, but there was a weird video he sent, and I really did think it was you as a kid in that, that video. That was funny, too. It was not. Rocco found, and he's going to hijack a segment at some point today with it. He found this old 90s video of children. <laughs> it's like a 30-minute video of kids sitting around a big, chunky computer and describing... The internet. Because it was new in the mid-90s. It was new. Nobody knew how to use it. And there's a cast of characters in it. And then there's this little brown-haired kid who's sort of annoying and chimes in with bad jokes at the wrong time. And they're more or less, as time goes on, they're like, shut up, Andrew. Like, we're learning. And he's just trying to get some zingers in there. It was not me, but it certainly could have been me. I thought you had a gig as a kid. And I thought that was actually, you know, I'm like, really, guys, is that Steve? 
It is, uh, yeah, that one's not me. I did, of course, was a child actor. I get asked about this a lot by Donna. I was in the movie Diabolique, which was a murder mystery starring um, dear friend Sharon Stone and Chaz Palminteri were in that. J.J. Abrams was also in that movie, and so it was good to connect with J.J. so early. This could go on for hours. In his career. Um, but yeah, so Rocco, he's going to force feed it to us at some point. Okay. It's right. really great, though. But no, I was not a child actor in the How to Use the Internet PSA video. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. That's funny. Um, okay. I got this. I don't know. You know, we go through this training here at work. Yes. For weird emails, but I got this email from McAfee Support. Right? So they're the the protection, you know, threat protection for your computer. And it says this is an invoice for your recent purchase. We thank you for the completion of your one year. We tried to contact you on your registered number for queries, but could not get through. Query. Then they give me an order confirmation mm-hmm. number, an advanced threat protection firewall and network protection cost of $399.99. They don't give me the last four digits of my credit card that they charged it to or anything, but then they give you a number... And say, if you have any questions about this invoice, reach out to our support team. Now, Dawn, have you encountered this same I'm thing? I'm so glad she's talking about this because I also got an email. All right. I wanna, and it was about Norton antivirus. And I'm like, I do McAfee. I'm confused. I hope I didn't get a charge. Mine was like for $257. Okay, so I did not click on it. I, I asked MC, I go, do you think that they put this on my laptop or, you same. know? Okay, so I did not click anything. Scam, right? It's a scam. It's a scam. Here's how you know it's a scam. But let me show you before you delete it how how I would find that to be a scam. Okay. McAfee is huge. They're a gajillion dollar company. Okay, and they do real security. So too, Norton Antivirus. Read the full email address. That's what Read I did, aloud. and it was a person. It was a Gmail address of just a person. Okay, well, Donna's isn't. is a little little more advanced, Mine's but read the Mac- whole thing. Uh, oh wait, McAfee yeah. support. You feel good about dash, that part. Dash team dot Q L T O K L Q P dash X E Y V S at email dot support dot com. So yeah, that's at email dot support. That would be like, you know, a support desk at McAfee dot com if it was legit. Okay, so delete this. Delete. Right? If you if you would click on it, so when we hey, how it happens here for us at work, I'm sure a lot of you out there listening deal with this too. Every company needs to make sure that it's all about employees. They, they I, I have sat through uh, um, security support presentations before. It's some like business things, blah, blah, blah. Point is, people get up there and they say, you can buy the most expensive antivirus software. The way that you will be made or broken in the world of viruses and scammers and phishing is how alert your employees are to what the phishing risks are that are out there and the scams and the way that they get you. And so if the email address, that's one thing I remember from one of the courses that we had to take. If the email address looks fishy, it's phishing. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Thanks, yeah, guys. I, you know, I, 
now that I remember, it did say something in the email in the address about Norton. So they did the same thing. It yeah. wasn't just a Gmail address. That was another spam thing that I got. But it about. did look weird, it right? Did, like it different. looked like, is this right? Like, I was worried that my credit card had been charged. Same. Mm-hmm. Same. Okay. And then I was like, oh, my gosh. what? Now, I've had my purse stolen a year ago. Yeah. Ooh. And so I, when I looked at it, I go, well, I have all new credit cards, so they couldn't have charged to whatever I... I didn't sign up with them. Oh, gosh. I think I'm just using what I have on my computer already. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting scammed. Thanks, Steve. But we're not. Scammed, but you're not. But we're not. That's right. You just kept people from getting scammed, Donna. Way to go. If you see something, say something. We just did, buddy boo. Uh, all right, friends. When we return, it'll be hour two. We always like to start 10 o'clock with some music news. We'll jump into the beat. You know what? And since you were vulnerable, I'd like to be vulnerable, too. Okay. Um, I have YouTube music now, suddenly. Oh. And I was totally misusing it. For oh. the first couple of days and really, really had a dummy moment. So I'll tell you about that. DJ Rock Lobster joins us. Don, thank you. We love you. Bye. More Donna Steve coming up next.